I don't want it to sound overwhelming, but like every single interaction you have is a chance to like kind of change a mind a little bit. Yeah, it can positively impact veganism as a whole. Hello and welcome to TMG Unfiltered. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are two market girls. We run a vegan blog and a YouTube channel. And this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, social media, trending topics, photography and videography. And today we are talking about the impact that one vegan can have. Yeah, which I, because I think a lot of people have that kind of attitude is like, why? Yeah. It's not really going to change anything. It's easy to feel like you aren't you can't make a difference or you aren't making a difference mm-hmm. in choosing to go vegan or make more plant-based yeah choices of course if that's your reasoning for going vegan yeah 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 i mean it's also even if it's not your reasoning for going vegan it's kind of nice to know yeah it can be reassuring and it can keep you going when you're having doubts i guess yeah because that happens too right yeah for sure um so we first wanted to start out with the like really like sciencey stuff let's talk numbers <laughs> Um, so we went on to a site called the Vegan Calculator, uh-huh. um, and it basically allows you to calculate your impact. You, you can measure it kind of, You it's, it starts off as every day, so one day, right. and then you can measure it by year and by month. So you can change it for however long you've been vegan and stuff. So we have it set to three different ones. We wanted to check it by one day. Mm-hmm. What? Because like a lot of people go vegan once a week or yeah. something like that. So we wanted to see that impact. And then I also looked up one month. So if you did like a vegan challenge for 30 days right. or something. Like Veganuary. Exactly. 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 <laughs> uh, exactly. Uh, and then I also wanted to check one year. Yeah. Because I figured those are like good benchmarks. Definitely. You know? um, so the first one. So it measures, first of all, it measures how many gallons of water you save. Okay. How many pounds of grain. Okay. Square feet of forest. Oh, okay. Um, pounds of CO2. Okay. And animal lives. Oh. So those are the measurements. All right. Okay. So apparently every day that you're a vegan, you save 1,100 gallons of water, which wow. seems crazy. That, yeah. I, that seems like a lot. That I mean, we don't like- really do the imperial system, but it seems like a lot. It's almost hard to imagine like what that looks like. Yeah. Um, 40 pounds of grain, wow. which also seems like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, 30 square feet of forest. That's good. 20 pounds of CO2. Okay. And one animal life. Okay. Every day. All right. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Because every life matters. So like we wanted to start off with that because not a, like, cause, like we said, a lot of people don't really just all of a sudden become Mm -hmm. vegan it's kind of like a slow process so maybe you're trying it for a day even if it's just for a meal or whatever it is it's a slow process so we wanted to show that like even that really small change like you don't have to go vegan yeah is even if you're just incorporating more vegan meals and like Mm -hmm. more of the vegan lifestyle into your diet you can still have a pretty big impact oh yeah like that amount of water is the most the water's crazy yeah number Um, from that so the next one i wanted to look at was um was one month okay so after you've been vegan a month which i think it's measuring a month is 30 days which seems normal um you save thirty three thousand gallons of water jeez which is crazy 
1,200 pounds of grain. Wow. 900 square feet of forest. 600 pounds of CO2 and 30 animals. All right. Because an animal a day. That makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) But like, that's crazy. That water is insane. No, yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize the water part of it. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm like trying to think of like all those people that try going vegan in January. That's a lot of saving. Mm -hmm. Like even if you don't stay vegan afterwards or like even if you're just end up incorporating like one day a week or whatever, like we discussed before, that January where you're trying it out, you're like saving so much yeah which is insane i mean the thing about the water number like where we live like mm-hmm. canada north america most of north america anyways we haven't really experienced what um a limited supply of yeah. water is like so yeah. it's hard to imagine but like i mean california had a bit of a drought mm-hmm. but south africa mm-hmm. back in april like they were almost hitting they basically had no water yeah no they yeah. had one of the most intense droughts it was gonna be like the largest city to be it's, going yeah, through I think a water it's like, crisis. It's like hard when you like because like we both grew up in like a small Canadian town, which yeah. not like that small. It's basically a city, but like nowhere near any like real hardships. Mm-hmm. So like we never had to worry about like food. We never had to worry about water, like all that stuff. We always had that stuff. So it's kind of hard to realize like even someone who saw this, like that's obviously everyone can admit that's a lot of water. Yeah. But you also could be like, oh, it's water. Like who cares? We got tons yeah. of water. But you don't realize that just because you live in a place that has a lot of water that not everyone has a lot of water. Yeah. And I mean, you know that third world countries suffer from water shortages. Mm-hmm. But when it was like Cape Town, which is a huge city yeah like a legit Which is basically city. yeah a major city and they were on like limited water supply mm-hmm. like people weren't really allowed to shower the same and stuff like yeah. that like that's insane Crazy. to think about like the closest i remember to anything like that is like when you're not allowed to water your lawn yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. because there's a drought going on and that's really just because it hasn't rained yeah right but but yeah so like i think it's hard to like even just getting these numbers i think sometimes it's hard to be like oh okay but we have water mm-hmm. or like why do i care about saving grain and mm-hmm. like all this kind of stuff but you don't realize that this impacts not just you like it doesn't necessarily none of this necessarily impacts you at all mm-hmm. so but it doesn't have to it's not like directly in your face yeah. but it's huge for the environment yeah huge for the environment and huge for people that don't necessarily have all this stuff yeah um and huge for the animals yes 30 animal lives that's a lot of animal lives that is for one person yeah one person that's insane um okay so now i wanted to switch to one year which Mm -hmm. is like huge numbers yeah so like i just completed my one year you have your one year vegan badge i got it yes (laughs) i got my badge um so this is how much you have saved okay in oh your one year oh boy so four hundred and one thousand and five hundred gallons of water wow that's a lot that is a lot of water. it's almost half a million gallons of water jesus like that's insane yeah um fourteen thousand six hundred pounds of grain mm-hmm. uh ten thousand nine hundred and fifty square feet of forest proud of that <laughs> And 7,300 pounds of CO2 and 365 animals, which is so many. That is a lot. That's like a lot of animals. Mm -hmm. And that like those numbers make me so happy. Me too. And I think sometimes too, I think if you're just looking at animal lives, Mm -hmm. 
people might also still be like, but it's only 300 animals. Like there's millions and billions of animals on the planet. And they're like, but it's only 365. But you're like, that's still 365 animals that don't have to die. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like it's a big number. Yeah. Like every single day you are alive, you could be saving a life. Yeah. It's crazy. Sparing a life. Sparing a life. Yes. Um. And I didn't check this, but I thought it would be fun. I just thought about it now. I'm going to check mine. Yeah. Because um, mine's like four and a half years, I yeah. think. I'm trying to remember. I went April. Yeah. What's April till now? Well, you're, sh- now is you're end four of- months shy of five years then. Okay. So that means it's eight months, right? Yeah. Okay. Four years and eight months. Okay. So I have theoretically saved... S- just over 7 million liters of water, which is crazy. Whoa, 7 million. <laughs> yeah. Um, th- almost 31,000. Um, oh, it's on metric. Hold on. I put liters. Hold on. <laughs> back to Imperial. Okay. Almost 2 million gallons of water. So we're back to the normal measurements okay. we were doing. Almost 2 million gallons of water. Uh-huh. Um, 68,000 pounds of grain. 51,000 square feet of forest. 34,000 pounds of CO2 and 1,700 animals. Whoa. That's crazy. That's a lot. Yeah, that's like a small town's worth of animals. Oh, yeah. That's That's like a high school. Yeah, that's a high school's worth of it. More. That's almost two high school's worth of animals. That's crazy. And I've never actually done this before. Yeah. Like, it's something that I knew existed, this, like, Mm -hmm. little calculator thing. But I've never actually done it because, like, to be honest, like, I didn't really care. Like, I did care, but, like, the numbers didn't matter to me. Yeah. I was still going to do it no matter what the number said. Like, I didn't need it as a motivator. So, um, it's actually crazy to see, like, how big the numbers are. Mm-hmm. And, like, once you get... I feel like once you get past that, like, even one month stage, it becomes so much easier to do. Because mm-hmm. you've just gotten used to what you can and can't eat and, like, all this stuff and how to get around these things and what to make and what you don't want to make and all that kind of stuff. Because what do they say? It takes, what, 30 days to... Isn't it 21 days to build, build a, habit a habit or something? Something is like it 30, that? Or is it 21 days to break a habit? I don't know. I, I can't know. remember. It's something or, along around those there. lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like if you did that one month vegan challenge in January, which we are currently in, mm-hmm. um, you could like so easily just start incorporating more into your lives because it builds a habit and all of a sudden you're saving so many lives mm-hmm. and so many resources like that's crazy like this blows me away that like so four years eight months that's just one person yeah like (laughs) it's still just like i'm like i think i don't realize how big it is because i think i'm thinking like all vegans yeah i was like no this is just literally me (laughs) like like what other lifestyle change could you make that would have these sort of impacts on the environment like there's I don't think unless you like stop showering (laughs) like (laughs) i don't think you could save that much water ever yeah like Please don't stop showering. (laughs) (laughs) And like grain, I don't know how you would save grain at all. I don't know either. Stop eating bread. (laughs) And same with like deforestation. Yeah, there's no way to save that stuff. Or I feel like the ways to limit that are maybe more complicated, but that's easy for us to say because we are vegan now. Mm -hmm. But when you're you're not vegan or you haven't tried to go vegan, it seems like it's the impossible thing. But I feel like the other changes you'd have to make to get these kinds of environmental results... Are might like be more drastic yeah i was thinking they're probably or just more complicated yeah there might be a, i think they're harder changes to make personally but i don't know like i find even just as a vegan i find those 
other lifestyles that aren't food Mm -hmm. related so like changing the products you buy based Mm -hmm. on like home products and things like that changing the type of furniture you buy the types of companies you buy from i find those are harder changes Mm -hmm. to make than just deciding to eat vegan or not yeah because i think most people have access to vegan food like vegetables or not most people do some people don't i understand that but like i think that's an easier change to make or it's an easier change to understand Mm -hmm. than it is to be like why do i have to like educate myself why i shouldn't buy from this company or these types of materials and like i feel like that's so much harder i think so too like again it's so easy for us to say this yeah and i know how overwhelming veganism can be but I feel like there's a lot more unknown about the way products are manufactured mm-hmm. and everything and it would be harder to find those answers yeah. and know that your actions are yielding those results yeah. right and like just like packaging like there's not a lot of products that don't have packaging and things like that that could possibly i don't know if that stuff mm-hmm. could get the same results but could possibly get the same results or similar results in some areas of the environment but like that kind of stuff like it's hard to kind of buy non-packaged goods at least where i am mm-hmm. i mean there are bulk stores and things like that but like that only goes pretty, so far yeah, there's only so many it's things. still pretty difficult so i just think maybe because veganism kind of happened before yeah this like low waste and all that kind of stuff lifestyle veganism has just kind of progressed a little bit more and it's become a little easier than the other kind of stuff is i feel like it'll get easier that other yeah. stuff as brands learn that people want it but i think it's just slightly easier change to do because you have more control over it yeah and you know more about it like you know that butter's not vegan but you don't necessarily know that this package you're buying is bad for the environment or Mm -hmm. not at least i don't yeah i'm sure some people do (laughs) yeah like things are labeled vegan things aren't always labeled like eco-friendly or sustainably or even, manufactured or even some things aren't even labeled recyclable anymore because like yeah. there's a lot of things that have that recycle label on it but you can't actually recycle because it depends on where you live yeah and you could be really good at recycling but somewhere further down the line it could get messed up yeah right there's only so much you can do yeah but when you're making the choice to eat plant-based like you're in charge of those decisions mm-hmm. and buying the right things yeah. agreed yeah um but um so these kind of things like i think a lot of people could kind of just like brush this off too Mm -hmm. which i don't blame yeah no i'm sure there's a point where i would have brushed them off too um because also like when you think about it like it took me almost five years to save almost 200 gallons of water compared to how many gallons of water there are in the world it's probably like a penny size like it's like nothing so I feel like when you kind of start thinking of that stuff, you can get kind of still discouraged a little bit, which is why we wanted to talk about more real life examples yeah. of the impact you can have. That's not necessarily environmental, yeah. but more like mindset impact. Yeah. I think m- making impact on veganism as a movement and veganism as, um, I don't want to say like the reputation, but maybe mm-hmm. how people perceive yeah. veganism. Yeah. Um, and also just like in terms of this stuff too, influencing others to try vegan meals in turn helps save helps bring your numbers up or whatever their yeah, numbers up exactly. and all kind of stuff yeah because there's things that you do that you can't track because it's your influence you're having it's, on yeah. people around it's you. your like footprint type stuff what people are doing because of you yes exactly yeah. it's like seven degrees of veganism <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so do you want to share your because we both have like kind of little stories yeah so i have one way that my veganism has made an impact is that um, one of my coworkers, the girl I work with at 
like every day, she opened a board game cafe this year and she made a point to make sure almost all of the items on the menu can be made vegan. And she said like a huge part of that is because she knew me and she like, I guess I exposed her to veganism Mm -hmm. and helped not only did I help like educate her on it and like give her tips or answer any questions she had, but also like made her realize that there are a lot of vegans out there and it's a good move yeah. to make. Like it's a good business move. It's yeah. also like a good environmental move and stuff yeah. like that. So I helped inspire her to bring veganism to her cafe. Yeah. And I think just like even if like it's not those reasons and stuff, like I feel like, I mean, I feel like if someone was opening a cafe and one of your close friends or your coworkers was vegan, you would still want them to be able to come into your exactly, place yeah. and be able to enjoy their time and not just like sit there and not eat food. So like even just that little inspiration can cause, even if it's just one or two dishes to yeah. be added to a menu, that's huge because now like even like where that cafe is, isn't necessarily a huge city. Mm-hmm. So there's not tons of vegan options necessarily there. Now all of a sudden, any vegans anybody there who was thinking about going vegan but was like oh i can't because there's not like these options now just got one more option yeah and for the record for anybody who wants to go i'll give it a a plug it's in brampton ontario canada um it's called wild card board game cafe yeah go support i like see i love supporting brands or companies that offer vegan options Mm -hmm. because it shows the demand and because they're doing they're not like they're doing it for you guys yeah. basically so you may as well go and support it and like i don't know it's to me like especially those small town places like if you want to see more vegan options you kind of have to show them that these vegan options are wanted yeah and she even said like some people are coming in and just ordering the vegan stuff just because they want to try it not necessarily because they're, they're vegan, vegan. Yeah, yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. but yeah so go check it out guys yes <laughs> i don't know how many of our listeners are in the brampton area but <laughs> go check it out <laughs> Because we think it's amazing that they're serving vegan options. Yeah. Have you tried anything there no, yet? No, I haven't been yet to try We want it, to go. Yeah. We definitely want to go for sure. She's. I think she's gotten good reviews on the vegan stuff so far. Oh, I'm so, excited. Yeah. Is there vegan desserts too? I believe so. Oh, that's amazing. I think that's one thing that I love when I see on a non-vegan place is when they have vegan desserts. I'm like, oh, I know you went further out. Not just like adding a salad or something. It was like, you did some research. Yeah. Yes. I know she's working on... Uh, a few vegan dessert recipes yes. like so that there's more of yeah. them but yeah no she's awesome. definitely trying to bring as much veganism as she can so yeah that's so awesome and what is your example of your um impact? so i think i've talked about mine before mm-hmm. i must have at some point but um mine is more on like family type things so i don't have a huge family but i have a decent sized mm-hmm. family this year at christmas there was 13 or 14 of us i think mm-hmm. um But one of the most amazing things is that for the last two or three years, everything on our Christmas table has been vegan except for the turkey. So my mom doesn't put the stuffing in the turkey anymore. She cooks it separately. Um, She doesn't add butter to it. She adds vegan butter. Um, We use vegan or non-dairy milk for any mashed potatoes or things like that. But yeah, basically everything on the table is vegan and we find a way to make it vegan other than the turkey and the gravy. Mm -hmm. But... I just think like it's so amazing because I had 14 people at our Christmas. Those are 14 people who basically had a vegan meal without really realizing yeah. it because we didn't tell any of them. Yeah. Um, the only people who knew were the people that made the meals and that was like my immediate family. So I made some of the dishes. My parents made some. My brother and his girlfriend made some. And then we just kind of like 
combine them all together. So the only people that knew they were vegan were the people who made them. Mm -hmm. And then I remember my favorite was my uncle who, um, who didn't realize that the bacon in the Brussels sprouts was vegan bacon. And that's my favorite thing is people are normally talking about how you can't like bacon is bacon. You can't mimic bacon. So I remember we were scooping food and I just finished scooping the Brussels sprouts. And little did you know that I made the Brussels sprouts too. So like we were just finishing scooping Brussels sprouts onto my plate. And then my uncle was right behind me and he's like, oh, is this bacon in the Brussels sprouts? He's like, you can't even have the Brussels sprouts. Mm. And I just kind of hid my plate so that he didn't realize I already had Brussels sprouts on my plate. And then he ended up like, I never told him they were vegan. I wish I had in the end. I totally forgot. I had never told him they were vegan, but my dad was talking about how he was like loving them and talking about them all night. It was like, that's hilarious. So awesome. (laughs) That I just love like, and I was like, this was the first vegan Christmas or this was the first Christmas in a couple of years that we had the whole family out. Most of the time, it's just like my immediate family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, they were coming. I started to get some jokes hit at me and I was getting really annoyed actually though this year because I guess I got used yeah, to not yeah. getting them. So I was getting a little annoyed, but then it just made me so happy at the end of the day when everyone's like, this food is so good. Like they're like, the mashed potatoes are amazing. And I had like vegan sour cream, vegan butter and vegan milk in them. Yeah. So like tons of vegan stuff in them and no one could tell. And it made me so happy. And I was like, there's 14 people who basically just ate all vegan food when like we had a lot of food there. So like we had mashed potatoes, Brussels sprouts, carrots, green beans, um, turkey, which doesn't count, stuffing. We had all this stuff that like normally isn't vegan. That's Mm -hmm. a lot of non-vegan ingredients to go into it. But instead, we just made simple switches. And now everyone basically had a vegan meal, which is crazy. Yeah. And that's that's an example of how like your veganism can just impact people by introducing them to vegan food right so it's just having those options on the table and i mean it is kind of it's pressure on the vegan to make sure that it tastes good enough Mm -hmm. because you are you know exposing them to veganism but it's getting easier and easier to make really good vegan food so oh yeah especially with like products that are available there's awesome vegan um bloggers and stuff out there who are making really awesome recipes that are Mm -hmm. so close to the real thing um, but yeah, there are so many awesome things that make it so much easier to fool your family. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like we also had a vegan Caesar salad that I don't know if anyone realized. Oh, no, they did because I was making the salad at the beginning. They mm-hmm. asked me if it was vegan. But yeah, no one complained about it. Mm-hmm. So there's that. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy because like you don't realize and then you're like, wow, that's 14 people who will not go vegan. Mm-hmm. At least most of them won't go vegan um, that are now eating basically an entirely vegan meal that's mm-hmm. crazy so basically there was one life lost there yeah which was the turkey yeah um and instead of however many it says we save one a day mm-hmm. so if they had all been eating pure things that's basically what 14 yeah. lives or something yeah so there we killed one animal instead of 14 yeah which is crazy mm-hmm. so it's like the small changes that you don't realize you can have yeah that make it kind of like worth it a lot more definitely and then there's the other side of it which is kind of more how vegan is veganism is perceived because mm-hmm. like as being the token vegan since we are <laughs> a lot of the times the yes. token vegan it's also how you i guess talk about veganism yeah. and how you present it and how you handle people's questions and stuff like that yeah. like all of those things impact how people perceive veganism and it could impact their willingness to explore more about Mm -hmm. it or want to try more things so it's like i mean it sounds i don't want it to sound overwhelming but like every single interaction you have is a 
chance to like kind of change a mind a little bit. Yeah, it can positively impact veganism as a whole. Yeah, that's not even like mentioning. So like my parents now basically they only have they now have vegan mayo all the time. They don't Mm -hmm. buy right like they buy the Hellman's vegan mayo instead of the regular Hellman's. And they buy vegan butter all the time. So that's two things that they've now switched, which are two big things. Um, And then I think my mom always buys almond milk. I don't know if she uses it much or not, or Mm -hmm. if it's just to kind of have it on hand for when she's making things for me. Mm -hmm. But like, there's so many things that now they've incorporated into their everyday lives and not just at big meals where they know I'll be eating it, right? So it's so awesome. Yeah, and like my parents have, when I lived with them still, they experimented with lots of vegan meals and stuff like that. And even when I'm not home, they'll still sometimes make a vegan meal just because they like the recipe and they Mm -hmm. like how it tastes. And then like when you take them out for dinner. Yes. Like I took uh, my aunt, my mom, my sister to Copper Branch the other day. And my mom had been there before. My aunt kind of knew what she wanted, but my sister looked at the menu and she said, there's a lot of unfamiliar things on this menu. I don't know where to start. And like, that's so true. That's how a lot of people feel. And I... I wish we could tackle that problem more because I feel bad that you walk into a vegan place and you want to try something, but everything feels like you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, you're afraid you're going to waste your money on something you don't like. Because most of the time when you go into a restaurant that you know, there's always those like old reliables you know you can fall back on. At a vegan restaurant, there's not necessarily that. Yeah, and this is like a full vegan restaurant. It it leans more towards healthy, Mm -hmm. I would say. Like just barely over the midpoint. Um. So she like really didn't know where to start. And I told her, I looked at the menu. A lot of the things were mushroom based and she does not like mushrooms. Oh, so it's like that rules out a lot. Yeah. Um, but there was like a smoky tempeh sandwich. Oh, so good. And it had like, it was like a bacon tempeh oh. and it even had cheese on it oh. and like caramelized onions and that all this delicious. stuff. Yeah. I said, you'll, you'll probably like that. She yeah. wasn't sure she had had tempeh before. I, and I don't tempeh. know if she had either, but she liked it. She ate the whole sandwich. Tempeh is, I think, an easier one for people to like than tofu is me too because maybe it's because tofu's just been at the front of people's minds as not mm. good food for the mm-hmm. long time but i think tempeh is easier for people to enjoy yeah i don't know if it's maybe a texture yeah. thing too because sometimes that is what throws people off yeah. about tofu and tofu is such a bad rep and <laughs> yeah. i understand because tofu is made poorly a lot yeah right? no yeah people just they assume they could just like heat it up with some like sauce or something and then it would be fine but there's kind of some prep that goes into tofu yeah like the more you put into tofu the more you get out of it <laughs> yeah um but yeah no for t- speaking of like taking people out for dinners for my birthday um so my parents take their kids out for their birthdays mm-hmm. this started this year <laughs> um so i took them to fresh mm-hmm. and they literally like my, my mom loved it she got this falafel salad with like crispy onions on top mm. and she hates onions and she ate these onions and she was like Catherine, these are so good she's like they <laughs> taste so sweet they don't taste like onions it's like mom i can make those for you easily yeah and she like loved every aspect my uh, they also got the um, cauliflower bites, which were amazing. Oh, so good. They were so good. Um, and so much so, like, so everyone enjoyed their meals a lot. My dad got a drink, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I was out with my mom, like, a couple weeks afterwards, and we were just looking for a place to eat. And she's like, oh, is there a fresh near here? Let's go to that fresh. She's like, I want to get those uh, those cauliflower bites again. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. You're yeah. choosing to go here. I didn't even have to ask you to yeah. go here. Because we were just going to go to, like, a Chinese food place where we could both eat. Yeah. But we ended up, she's like, yeah, let's walk to fresh. Let's go to fresh. So we ended up going to fresh and, like, getting cauliflower bites and stuff. Nice. And I was like, this is awesome. You're choosing to go here. This yeah. is cool. <laughs> 
Another thing, I love when you get the opportunity to show people how easy veganism can mm-hmm. be. And I mean, sometimes it's easy out in the real world, world, but it can be really easy in your own kitchen too. Because my sister likes to bake a lot and she'd want to like, and she'd want to bake together. And I was yeah. like, well, if we're going to bake, we're going to bake something vegan. Yeah. She's like, oh, I don't know. Like, I, it's, it's a very unfamiliar. Yeah. I don't know if I can bake vegan. I'm like, it is super easy. Yeah. And I think it's super easy to make vegan baking that doesn't taste vegan oh yeah for sure like i think over savory sweet stuff is easier i agree because savory also involves a lot of meat and meat isn't to the point where it's a perfect match yet so people can notice the difference but in baking yeah you can't at all so many things go into baking that everything else hides it basically yeah but a lot of people they think that vegan baking is really hard yeah like when they hear vegan baking they're like wait what did you do for the eggs yeah and, and they don't realize that it just flax and water works. Yeah. But there's also like other substitutes. That's like applesauce. Easily, yeah, applesauce or, like, or mashed banana. Yeah. Or peanut butter works for pancakes a lot. Yeah. We did that that one time. I've never tried it in a baked good, but I yeah. assume it would work. Or I made gingerbread cookies a couple weeks ago and there wasn't really like an egg yeah. in it. Sometimes you don't even and, have Yeah, to. they asked me, like I brought it to the work potluck and they mm-hmm. asked me like, what was your egg thing? I was like, there wasn't really an egg replacement. Yeah. But then when you explain what a flax egg is, people get really grossed out. <laughs> but they don't get grossed out over what an egg, egg yeah, is. Yeah, I know. Because Which is hilarious. It's no- so normalized, it's normal, right? Yeah. It's like, I'm not really grossed out by eggs, but when you think about it, they're pretty gross, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's like so cool now that um, did you end up baking with your sister? Yeah, yeah. We've made cookies a couple times and she knows how easy it is. It's, it's she knows so, how good they taste. Yeah, it's so nice that you can like, I feel like once you get a few things, so like me, there's a lot of vegan egg substitutes, but I almost always use flax eggs because mm-hmm. I know that one, I know it works and I just stick with it. Yeah. So why change it? Yeah. But there's also just egg replacer you can buy at the grocery yeah, store exactly. and things like that. But like, I think once you know those, once you realize, like, once you use them once and you kind of realize and get the hang of it, you're like, okay, this is how much flax I would need to replace an egg, all that stuff. Once you kind of get it, it becomes so much easier. Like, you don't think anything of vegan cookies. You just kind of be like, oh, yeah, I'll Mm. make them vegan. And it's the same as when you're learning how to bake or make anything. Yeah. At first, it could all be unfamiliar, no matter what kind of diet or lifestyle it is yeah and like my mom made some vegan gingerbread just like on her own Mm -hmm. for christmas and oh my god it was so good yeah like they were so soft (laughs) and she even said she's like i would just rather make these yeah oh my favorite so my mom made dessert for christmas and she made a pumpkin pie Mm -hmm. and uh is she made it last year the first time and she was so happy with it she's like like, this is vegan she's like i got it from this blogger and she like printed off the recipe now she uses it all the time i was like this is so awesome Mm -hmm. she got it from uh sam of it doesn't taste like chicken oh yeah Yeah. so she has it printed off and she just uses that one all the time now i was like this is sweet (laughs) like it's so nice i know but yeah, I, I think this I think this episode was good timing. Yeah. We kind of just thought of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was good timing because it's coming out in the middle of January when a lot of people are kind of trying to switch things up a little bit. They might be trying veganism. They might be already struggling a little bit with veganism. Um, or they might be thinking, you know, why am I doing with this? Because you might have been doing it for a couple weeks. You know, mm-hmm. those things kind of start to happen sometimes. Uh, I think this was a nice episode to kind of just like, help you remember a little bit or think about like 
all this might not apply to you yeah but you can start thinking about those little ways that you've changed other people in your lives and have helped make that little impact even if it's like you posted a vegan meal you had and you got 30 likes that's 30 people who ended up being like oh you can make a vegan whatever it is you Mm -hmm. know so uh there's like so much impact you can make by just being one person being vegan especially when you're like the only person vegan that someone knows yeah and a lot of the times we are yeah like we talked a lot about just interactions we've had with our family but even those interactions like trickle on because then maybe our dad or our mom or our sister or brother will go have a conversation with somebody else Mm -hmm. and talk about their vegan sibling or how they eat more plant-based sometimes and same with at work like that trickles out more and more Mm -hmm. like it's it really can spread in little bits like it feels like you're not making a difference as one person yeah like that thought has crossed my mind too like is this really worth it is it (laughs) exactly is it really doing anything but then when you kind of step back and look at the way that it's impacting all the people around you in a positive way Mm -hmm. like you're not being a burden like even if it's not like even if no one is deciding to eat a vegan meal because you're vegan, but it's putting it on their radar mm-hmm. so that when they come across more people who might be vegan and like it's just starting to familiarize themselves with it a little bit so that they can like kind of understand it a little better, I guess, so that it's not like you're kind of like introducing a new thing to them. You might not have like an immediate impact or you might not have that drastic change where people start trying new meals and all Mm -hmm. this stuff but you like might have sparked something that later on someone who is vegan that might have a greater impact because you started that spark somewhere or something yeah and there's lots of like information and images that can come out in the media that could be how they learn about veganism Mm -hmm. but wouldn't you much rather they get it from you and you be in charge of you control what they yeah helping the lifestyle yeah like helping shape that perception that they have of veganism yeah and you can tell them based on your experiences what's been good what's been bad what you've struggled with what you haven't and all that kind of stuff and they don't just get this like negative image of it or all positive image of it and then all of a sudden they try it and it's negative for Mm -hmm. them which can be pretty bad too yeah because it that's true it is also important to be honest about it Mm -hmm. and like yes you're not going to be perfect you don't have to be perfect there's Mm going to be hard times like there's going to be times when it's really hard to find a vegan option or something vegan to eat right yep that happens a lot yeah um but the longer you stick with it the easier it becomes because you learn where the vegan things are and you just like build up your vegan arsenal you know what i mean yeah you just kind of get your bearings yeah in the world from a (laughs) plant-based perspective it's like you're growing (laughs) up you're like aging as a vegan you're like you first you have to learn to crawl and then you walk and then you talk yeah (laughs) there's all these like baby steps that you take and then you you're a grown-up and you're just trying to figure it out again (laughs) (laughs) you're a grown-up and you pretend you know what you're doing that's yeah no that's us (laughs) yeah (laughs) finally like even if you're not like even just coming in and showing them like even if you're not talking about veganism with people and no one asks you questions but if someone knows you're vegan and you look happy and healthy and you're like loving your life and everything that leaves an impact even if you say nothing about veganism Mm -hmm. That kind of stuff leaves that impact, especially if they might be struggling in an area and they kind of see that stuff. Like that stuff leaves a really big impact. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, it can be difficult because if you don't fit that 
image of like happy and healthy they're like oh i guess veganism isn't yeah. really working for you like sometimes i'll get comments like oh no wonder you're so tiny because you're vegan yeah, then i'm like i'm always tiny i know i was like i was tiny my whole life so yeah. no that's not that's why ex- that doesn't work yeah <laughs> yeah and i mean i haven't gotten any tiny <laughs> since being vegan so i don't know <laughs> but Hopefully you feel healthy, and if you're not feeling healthy, seek out information that will help you make the changes that you need to. Yeah, also, I mean, this kind of stems into a different kind of episode, but if you're not feeling healthy being vegan, don't feel like you're failing at being vegan. Maybe you just need to change it up a little bit, or maybe you just need to be mostly vegan. Mm -hmm. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, because what did we say? Even if you did like six days a week. Exactly. That's six animals a week. That's a lot of water. That's a lot of... Yeah. You know what? It's better than nothing. Yes. So. Always remember that. <laughs> yeah. So even if it's those people that come to your big family dinner once a year, it's yeah. better than nothing. Exactly. This was a nice conversation. It was. I hope it was useful. I feel, do you feel more reassured? Like I still have I do. doubts. I'm only a year into my veganism. Yeah. But I mean, I still have doubts almost five years into my yeah. veganism. It was so funny. So I was like having like a lot of it seems so weird saying doubts but i was having like kind of like weird things uh, a little while ago um just like i go through random phases where i start like i'm like why am i doing yeah this? no me but too. then so like i recently accidentally ate meat at a falafel place because yeah. i ordered falafel they gave me shawarma and i have never felt worse like yeah. i was literally like i was about to cry when i found yeah. out it was meat that i was eating and then that kind of just like kicked me in the butt and i was like that's why i'm doing it because i cry when i eat meat mm-hmm. so <laughs> like i was like i did that's the first time i'd eaten meat in four and a half years mm-hmm. um like i'd accidentally eaten dairy all that kind of stuff but accidentally eating meat is like a whole no, new yeah. thing because you're literally like this animal actually had to die like yeah. this is a death yeah. <laughs> and in a way like you're like i know i paid for falafel and that's what's registering with them but i still like mm-hmm. it feels like i don't know it feels weird um but yeah no so you have like these really little doubts but just like remembering these little things here and there help a lot mm-hmm yeah and it doesn't make you a bad person to have the doubts either yeah i mean again four and a half years i still have them (laughs) everyone gets bouts of the doubts i don't think (laughs) i don't think i'll have doubts for a while after eating yeah (laughs) yeah oh man well this has been a reassuring and informative discussion yes thank you yes um let us know um, anywhere on our social media <laughs> if you want us to continue this discussion or if you have questions about this particular discussion. Ask us. Maybe we'll create a new episode. Maybe we'll just answer them on social media. All that kind of stuff. Um, or, you know, kind of share your experiences and how you've impacted people mm-hmm. and how your veganism has ha- helped beyond just what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, how it's helped impact other people and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. There's so, so many ways you might not realize you're helping. Mm-hmm, so. Exactly. And just people talking about it, you can like, I'm sure there's ways that we're impacting people that we don't realize we are. So yeah, no, we should all take a step back and pat ourselves on the back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. If you're looking for any vegan recipes, head over to our blog at twomarkergirls.com and check out our YouTube channel for all the video versions of our recipes. We are Two Market Girls. And that's going to be it for this episode. We'll see you in the next one. Bye.